You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right. Totally different tone of tonight's show. Man, were we raring to go. Jimmy was frothing. <laughs> Jimmy was. I was champing at the bit, as they say. We're chomping at the bit. Um, I had my, I, I, I had uh, 1,500 words on why Jalen Brown will never be a blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I was ready to press publish. Uh, and then the fourth quarter happened. And then that was it. Fourth quarter, you know uh late not just fourth quarter late fourth quarter uh, yeah. most of that stuff happened with about four minutes to go and uh they were down 14 i think yeah it was it was an 18 to 4 run to force overtime there you go that was Good it math. 18 to 4 run to close the fourth quarter and push the game to ot uh where they uh ran away with it sherrod blakely is at the garden uh bobby manning is there as well he's in on the press conferences right now bobby manning is downstairs folks he's in the building he's in the press room we don't know what's gonna happen from this point on (laughs) he may not ever be there again depending on how this goes yeah Ime, 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 Ime. Over here, hey, hey. <laughs> Al, oh, I hope that God, Al, I hope that Al doesn't get in the podium today, or that might be it. Bobby yeah, might, might sit up there with him. He might hug Al. <laughs> First off, I just want you to know I have your jersey, and it's behind me when we do Wait. all of our shows. Pan, pan, they pan to the reporters. Bobby's sitting there in the back with a Horford jersey on. <laughs> Oh no, baby! We told you not to wear it. <laughs> no, anyway, we're kidding. We're kidding. Everybody, my guy. everybody relax. Oh man, he's a pro. He knows what he's doing. He, he knows what he's doing. My guy. He's got he gets, the yeah. He wouldn't when wear. He gets a, a chance. He asks jersey. some of the best questions out there. Um, so That's right. Uh, just teasing, but Bobby's in there now. He'll join us in a little bit. Um, so Sherrod, you're there. You start. You know, um, we heard booze coming down in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say I'm amazed it took that long Um, because this got ugly in the second quarter Mm -hmm. and stayed ugly. And the way they came out at halftime with zero care, just absolute disregard for the possession of the basketball after what we saw in the second. And Emake called one of those Popovich timeouts like 40 seconds in. He's like, no, boom. Get over here. But it didn't improve from there. And this, no. it, it looked like we were headed for some real ugly, ugly here. We, we were. I mean, this, this, I felt like this was a Dennis Green moment where they were exactly who we thought they were. Orlando is a crappy team. They're just a horrible team. And this is what horrible teams do. When the pressure builds up, they crumble. But 
Jalen, listen, I, I know there's some people out there who are like, hey, Jalen, he showed you what he could do. The dude had like, what, seven, eight turnovers? And this is like the last three of the, three of the last four games, he's had at least six turnovers. That's a problem. That is a problem when you're one of your top two players is turning the ball over like that, and he's not giving you James Harden production. He's scoring a ball, huh. but but James Harden is is getting you eight nine assists, thirty thirty five points, and yeah, he can commit six seven turnovers, but you can live with that. Jalen's not giving you enough all around game to be turning the ball over that damn much. That's the problem. You know what I finally so settled. Uh, you know what I finally settled in on. Uh, you're going to have to get you. It's not the same too, because he does have high assist numbers. You're just going to have to get settled into Jalen Brown being kind of a Russell Westbrook sort of figure, which is to say he, he plays with speed and explosiveness is, which is what makes him effective. But because of that, he's just going to turn the ball over too, because he's just going faster than he can handle sometimes, you know, even late where he had that really nice little crossover in the lane in traffic to kind of spin that was a double real nice. and then go up. That was honestly, if he does that 10 times, he turns it over seven. That one worked and it was clever. Uh, I, but I, that to me was a loose dribble that could have easily uh, been a turnover as well, but it worked because he attacked and he went fast and he had him on their heels. But uh, that, that that's kind of where I'm settling in in my mind, which is like, this might be who he is, is he has to play at this speed. And when he plays at this speed, he's going to lose the ball a bunch. Though, a, yeah, though but, some of these were just sloppy, but go ahead, Sherrod. Yeah, I was going to say, but the, the one thing that we have to keep in mind is that more times than not, he's not going to have the ball in his hands as much as he has had the last three or four games. Because yeah. obviously Tatum will be around. So those numbers will go down and opportunities to make those mistakes will lessen. And so that, but if, if you're, if you're Jalen, your offseason has to be spent on, Tightening up that grip. Tightening I thought we up did that, that though. I don't think we did enough. We, I think we may need to go back for a second helping. Yeah. Uh, if, if we are, if, if this season is the first one, because it's clearly the one area of his game that he has to get better at. It's literally the one kink in his armor that is undeniable. Uh, and, and knowing Jalen, the way he has been throughout his entire career, it's going to be something that he's going to address. It's going to be something that I anticipate he'll be better at that next season but for now you know you just got to weather the storm and just deal with the great scoring which is awesome and he's doing a good job rebounding but the turnovers is just killer yeah 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 um, it's killer i'll say i'll say this i mean Jalen brown over the last week or so the aggressiveness is what i really like and that comes yeah. Yeah. turnovers turnovers are going to come with that right Sherrod? i mean like the more you're driving to the hoop the more you're trying to do more because guys are out like whether it's Tatum or Schroeder or Smart. I mean, guys have been out like crazy over the last couple of weeks, and Brown's been a constant for them. And he has really impressed me in the way that he's not just relying on, like, forcing outside shots. He's getting aggressive. He's taking contact. I mean, how many times tonight did he drive to the hoop, take contact, and either get to the line or at least, you know, finish at the rim? Um, you know, John already mentioned the, you know, behind the – or the through-the-legs play. Um, he had a nice uh, pass in transition there. Um, he had a nice finish from Smart. I thought I thought Smart um, was all over the place. Um, yeah, I thought Smart was good. Overtime. Totally. Smart. And, I thought uh, was, I thought I thought Smart was the catalyst of them getting this game to overtime. You know that that steal that he had in, in the fourth quarter that led to the game time layup for Jalen. I mean that's that was such a Marcus Smart play. Right. That there. was great, Marcus Smart. Uh, play. Yeah. I do want. Yeah. I do. I do want to qualify again. Just people in the chat aren't aren't quite understanding. When I compare Jalen to Westbrook, I'm talking prime Westbrook, not current Dave Westbrook, which is <laughs> a guy a guy who can score at will with explosive athleticism, but 
cre- uh, generates a lot of turnovers. Uh, right. Not, and to, not, the, not, 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 not today. The They're not a comparable player because Westbrook actually passes uh, and Jalen Brown plays, you know, and Jalen Brown, and Jalen Brown is a far more efficient shooter. You know what works to JB's favor? That the, the what negates turnover the turnover factor for JB it's not it's not um, the assist Sherrod because you're right you have guys who have the JB ball in their hand, wow I don't who, think I ever heard you call him JB oh when he scores fifty now you call him JB JB guys who have the ball in their hands a ton <laughs> are and are asked to make plays will turn the ball over because they're constantly trying to find guys and it's not always going to click. They have the ball a lot. They're going to commit more turnover. So yes, the Harden comparison is not quite the same because he's trying to find guys as well. Uh, it's not just dribbling off his knee out of bounds or standing on the baseline, you know, they're, 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 that comes with it. But where Jalen counterbalances his turnovers is with incredibly efficient scoring, you know, um, because he shoots at a high percentage, uh, mm-hmm. You know, more so than a lot of other, more so than most volume scorers. So he's, especially last year, he was insanely efficient. So that is the same thing. What's the difference between missing more shots and a wasted trip because you've turned it over? It's about the same thing. So I I do think he does counterbalance it there as long as he's scoring this efficiently, which, which he is. When he actually does tee it up and shoots it, he's more efficient than a lot of volume scorers out there. Yeah, I mean, he had, I mean, obviously he had a great game offensively, did exactly what they needed him to do, stepped up, made big shots. But, I mean, if we're being honest and we're keeping it 100, this game should have never gone overtime. Right. You don't go to overtime after beating the best team in the NBA, you know, on New Year's Eve, and you come back and you're playing the second to worst team in the East and you at home, and you got to go to over, and you have to rally in the fourth quarter to get to overtime to then beat them. It, it shouldn't have happened. But this, well, is, yeah, this but is who this team is. This is what they do. You t- if you take the You're game right. in spurts, like, yeah, I mean, they never should have been in a situation where they had to go to overtime. But at the same time, they did come back from 14 down late in that game. I mean, that would have been a horrible loss tonight. You know, losing to the Magic in regulation. Let's say they just kind of like folded and they lost by eight or something like that. I mean, coming off of such a big win uh, against the Suns, it's like, it's so hard. It's so hard for us to come on the show and know what, or before the game even, and know what to expect. I mean, no one thought we were going to be talking about a win after the Suns game, and it was a real. There was a real chance we were going to be talking about a loss tonight against arguably the worst team in the NBA. You know, it's either them or the or the Pistons, right? Um, mm-hmm. So it's just hard to figure out what the hell you're gonna what the hell you're gonna get on a night and night basis. I do like the fact that. They didn't give up tonight. They came back hard. And, again, it was against a bad team. So those teams tend to allow you back in. But at the same time, you have to give – you kind of have to give it up to, like, a guy like Brown to kind of put the team on his back down the stretch. Smart we talked about. And Schroeder needs to get his love, too, because I thought Schroeder was the best player for them in overtime. Um, Yeah, he was. He had a big three, got to the line a couple times, you know, just kind of controlled the game a little bit. Um, You know, they needed – you know, they needed a three from Al, and they got one from Brown, too. I mean, it was a team effort. But – Schroeder, again, you know, it's good to have him back. You know, you can kind of see the difference just in capable players when he's out there, having that extra player that can go into the game late and and, and do things, as opposed to a Romeo who's a black hole on offense or, you know, you you bring in whoever else, you know, off the bench that just can't seem to contribute on that offensive end. All right, the Garden Report postgame show, as always, is brought to you by our exclusive wagering partner, Bet Online. Just go to betonline.ag, use the code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We've got it all going right now. You got basketball, hockey, 
NFL yeah. football, NCAA football, horses, MMA, golf. Is there still golf? If there isn't, there there's, will be. There's, there's, there's always golf. golf there's on. always some yeah. kind of golf. Props, live betting, all kinds of weird stuff out outside of the sports realm. Anything you want to, you know, place a bet on. Yep. BetOnline's got it. BetOnline.ag. Code CLNS50. 50% welcome bonus. Go check it out right now. And as always, make sure to gamble responsibly. Right. So that's the thing is like this was shaping up as the Jalen Brown literally did everything possible to keep this crap ass lineup, you know, in the game um, all night long. But it falls short would have been the story if not for the Schroeder step up late because they were, they couldn't find secondary scoring all night. It was really bad. It was an off night shooting for smart though. He had a good game in a lot of other ways. Mm -hmm. Richardson had a tough night as well. Al is really, really a shell of himself in terms of his offensive capabilities. You lose Rob. So you lose a ton there and what you're able to do. Obviously Tatum prior to the game, couldn't get caught. Couldn't whatever Romeo, you know, non-COVID illness sits this one out. So there just weren't, there wasn't a lot of skill on the court. Grant didn't have a good game. It was all in all that that you were looking at that stat sheet and you're like, where is it going to come from? It really had to be Brown. And yes, thank goodness Schroeder. He started off shooting cold uh, and he really picked it up there in the fourth quarter, took charge at the first five points of overtime. So yeah, hat tip to Schroeder, who's definitely been getting killed by, uh, (laughs) by it feels like media, media and fans. Um, because he's, really, he's uh, easy because he's easy to pick on because he's the guy yeah. on an expiring deal and he's the easy one to say oh let, you know trade them if they can get anything for him that's it's the tale as old as time but at the end of the day if you want to trade Schroeder you have to understand that you're taking a step back this season so you can't say you want to trade Schroeder and expect to compete at you know any sort of level this year this is a loss tonight without Schroeder yeah as good as the ground was better. this is a loss tonight without Schroeder yeah, so I, I agree. I if, agree. If, if you want to trade shooter, that's fine. But understand that you're, you, you're, you might not even be a playoff team if you do that. That's fine. If that's what you Isn't want. What, what, is, what good is that going to do? Because if you're not, I mean, you're going to what? Wind it with the 13th pick? Yeah, so you can get a second. Uh, you, but, well, okay, so you want to trade shooter for what? So you can get an extra second round pick? Exactly. I mean, that, that's, it, it just doesn't make. Right. No, that's the problem is trading Schroeder, on, it only makes sense. If a team dangles a first, you have to for win that reason. trade. Yeah, you have you to got, win that trade easily. Otherwise, if it's just to save Wick some money and get under the cap, that's a terrible, 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 terrible deal. Terrible deal. It's stupid. But, but John, yeah. but how do you feel about that deal, John? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I mean it's so uh, it's so silly. Like fans, like, like everyone like said, out there is like almost, a mathematician. They want to get under the cap. It's like why? Why do you is this what so you much? got into? Did you sit in your driveway fan? and be like, 10 seconds on the clock, Sherrod dribbles, and he's able to get under the luxury tech threshold? You know, like, <laughs> right, no, right, right. it's three, two, right. one, buzzer Why are beater. there people out there screaming to trade Schroeder so that the sellers can, like, do something <laughs> so that doesn't affect them at all? I mean, yeah. like, like, you're not going to get a first-round pick for Dennis Schroeder. There's too many, like, other players that are just available for a 10-day contract. You can get Isaiah Thomas right now for dirt cheap. I'm not comparing the two players, but why would a team have a first-round pick for Dennis Schroeder when they can just go sign somebody probably not that much worse, at least at least can plug a gap, plug a hole, not to mention the buyout market, not to mention there's just guys out there that they can get for a second-round pick. Like, you think you're going to get a first-round pick for Dennis Schroeder? He might be playing well enough to, like, it wouldn't be, like, outrageous, but 
it is pretty highly unlikely, I would yeah. say. Well, there's so a like, lot of why teams do that it? like him, it, but very few love him. That's, that's exactly. The lots, of, lots of teams like him, and to love him, you're gonna, you would give up that type of pick. And I just, I don't see it happening. I really don't. And again, it, 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 goes, it, it goes back to explain. How do you, how do you explain it to the rest of the team? It at will the trade happen. deadline. At the trade deadline, you traded Dennis Schroeder, and you got, you know, whatever. You, you, Scrap it was them. a financially trade, and and you got a, a, a second round pick, you know, protected or whatever it was. And you're gonna, ex- <laughs> you're like the, the players in the team aren't stupid. You're gonna tell Jaden Brown, Jason Tatum. Hey, we just got rid of like the sixth or you know the, the sixth man or the fifth best guy on this team or whatever. No. Go you out there a, and give it your best shot tonight. You need a Rubio situation that had already happened. You need a team that's in contention to lose the only thing that resembled a point guard on their team and say, I need something. It's the team, it's the NFL team that has everything going for it and a really good defense and a bunch of weapons. And it's like, all right, I'll take Fitzpatrick to get me over the goal line here because I just lost my franchise quarterback. Right. Like you'll take the pro there that a team might do that or loses their only bench depth and they have no score. They lose a couple of key guys and they say, I need this. It's your PJ Tucker. I mean, if PJ Tucker can get you a first, who the hell knows what someone like Schroeder can get you. <coughs> I'm not really sure, but as for yeah, the game itself, do it for yeah, that, but yeah. Yeah. As for the game itself, um, the fans here want you want everyone to tell to, to gush about uh, JB and his 50. So, uh, you know, Sherrod, you were there. Um, Obviously, they couldn't had, guard him. They they they, uh, they 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 just could not defend him at like, all. Did and, they did they not throw enough doubles at him? I mean, you know what I liked about him. You know where I think he turned it around a little bit is what we always kind of say about Brown. Is yeah, he was still scoring before, but he was sloppy. Everything was loose. You know, everything was loose, uh, and he was piling up the points. But I mean, he was turning it over every other possession. But he started uh, uh, dribbling less and attacking faster. Um, which is always a key for, for Brown. If he doesn't mm-hmm. let the defense to set on him and then the guys start to swarm and the double team comes and he just gets it and goes, then great. And they were looking for him at each, each trip down too with some ball movement, not just give it to him and get out of the way. So when it did start working, it wasn't just give it to Jalen and clear out. There was a little bit of movement where when he would get the ball in a position, he'd get it in a good catch and shoot opportunity or he'd get it with only one defender on him and a little bit of space to operate. And he would attack the basket, which I thought was better uh, during that stretch. And he freaking hit everything. Well, I, I, early on, you know, they, they were doing that, that, that usual, you know, chucking threes stuff that, that just makes you cringe. But then after about maybe four or five minutes in, they really started to make that ball movement pop. I mean, they finished with, I think 25 assists, 39 made baskets, which is a good ratio to have. And, and Jalen, the thing that I think made his game so impressive was, he dropped 50 and didn't seem rushed at all. Like right. he didn't seem like he was shot chucking. It didn't seem like he was just looking to just score at will. He was t- literally taking what the defense was giving him. And when you have a team like Orlando who has just such a crappy roster, uh, health and safety protocol be damned. Even when all their pieces are healthy, they're not very good. Uh, Jalen did what you should do against a team like that and absolutely score at will. Uh, the only, again, the only issue I had with him was the turnovers. That's And, and again, I would be. I wouldn't bother me as much if the turnovers were like <laughs> him trying to get the ball to this guy or that guy. But a lot of them were just he just lost the ball, like just trying to dribble mm-hmm. and loses control of it. Those are the ones that frustrate me. The ones where he's trying to get the ball to guys, those are effort mistakes, and you can live with that because he's trying to do the right thing. But when you're losing the handle against freaking you know Wagner, that should not happen. Um, yeah. He ain't that good a defender. That's that's on you, not him. He uh, should those retire are the ones that move. Yeah, I mean those, those are the those are the turnovers that really bother me. And I thought he had a, at least two or three too many 
like that. So, but again, offensively, he got to anywhere he wanted to, when he wanted to get there. Never seemed rushed, and and again, it, it was certainly one of the more efficient fifty point games you're going to ever see. Right. Right. Well, he had that eighteen for twenty two game last year. It didn't end in fifty. That was an insane game in terms of right. efficiency. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, this is. I don't even feel that there are any heat check <laughs> moments in this game, really. I mean, the guy Not drops really. 50 points, and it, there isn't that like two or three minutes where it's just heat check, and I don't think that ever came about. Which, Usually which people get to 50 with like closer to eight, nine, 10 threes, you know, to get right. o- only five threes is not a ton to get there, you know? No, it's not. It's not. No, and that's why that's why I really I liked his game tonight. You know what I mean? Like it, it was it wasn't one of those games where like you are aggressive. Like hunting uh, exactly yeah. aggressive, and and we know how how athletic he is. And when he gets into that sort of zone, I guess, or that mentality, what do we say about Jalen Brown sometimes? Is that we only sometimes we find him standing in the corner or kind of like just disengaged, right? And and that's and that's kind of what Ime has alluded to in, at times, like getting these guys going. And getting them, you know, to play 48 minutes or get get to play the second half or what that the fourth quarters tend to be where guys tail off or, or in the Celtics case, sometimes the first quarters too. Um, so to see him really turn it on and turn on the Jets in the fourth quarter down the stretch, he kind of basically took on the mentality of like, I'm not letting us lose this game or at least I'm not letting us lose right. this way. You know, I know I, I'm, I, you know, I know I have to put put the team on my back right now and, and sort of do everything or do it as much as I possibly can. Um, and he was able to do that. And it's good to, it's good to see that because like I just said, I mean, there are, there are times where you're wondering, like there, there almost were games and I'm not saying recently because recently I haven't seen this, but in the past you'd say, where, where was, you know, Jalen Brown tonight, you know, where was he in the second half or in the fourth quarter, you know? And, and again, maybe that has something to do with the fact that Tatum didn't play tonight. Right. And, and the ball needs to end up in somebody's hands and it's pretty obvious it's going to be him. I mean, I think, Everybody watching the game tonight was screaming at the TV, get it to Jalen Brown. You know, Schroeder tends to hold on to the ball a little bit longer than some people like. I guarantee you, everyone's like, yes, get the ball does. to Jalen Brown. You know, and, and it, was, it, was, it wasn't one of those situations where it's like, well, no. get it to Tatum or, you know, get it to right. whoever. You know, it was, it was very obvious that Jalen Brown wasn't but the guy tonight. That, we've seen that game script a ton. Jalen comes out and he's gunning and he's hot early. We've had, he's by far their best starter you know, yep. in terms of getting off, he getting gets out hot, quick. He gets hot, quick. Yeah. yeah, he gets hot quick. Um, and then and then Tatum's like, well, I got to get mine now. And it's not like I said, a greed based thing. It's just kind of Tatum's like, well, I got to I got to heat up a little bit, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's he tends to dominate touches, you know, in the second and third quarters. And then Jalen kind of reappears in the fourth. We've seen that a ton. You couldn't do that tonight because he was the entire offense for. 80% of the game, there was nothing outside of Brown. And this was one of those nights where exactly, Jimmy, you're like, it's all good. You guys can all have a touch and let's make sure everybody gets gets their hands on the ball and <laughs> yeah. feels good about each other, but then give it to that guy. Shoot, around, you know? yeah. This was co- me coaching youth league and I've got one star, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah. five passes, but then make the last one to him and right. then that person shoots, you know? Like, that's what I want to see. And that's really what it had to be tonight because – you did get into that rhythm where they're working it and guys are like, I could shoot this three, but I'm not going to make this three. Should I shoot the three or not? You know, like, it's like, I'm not, you know, I'm a 30% shooter. Should I take it? It's open, I guess, you know? Um, And it's almost like you're doing what the defense wants you to do. It really had to be in Brown's hands um, to create. Um, So we'll talk a little bit more about Jalen. And I'm going to tell you why I'm certain that they should trade him. Um, But (laughs) before we have that discussion, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. 
Ooh, before everyone, that happens, everyone just chill. I want everyone to be calm. We might need to go back to this after John's um, take on Jalen Brown. Oh, we'll also boy. start with this. <laughs> I want everyone to be calm. Jimmy, calm I need, calm. Jimmy, I got to get my extension cord. I'm going to let you do the calm read. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So it's calm.com slash garden for 40% off a calm premium subscription. Everyone's probably, listen, I hate to say it. Tomorrow is arguably one of the worst days of the year. Why I think is it so. one of the worst days of the year, Jimmy? It's just the Monday coming out of the holiday season. Nobody has done a damn thing for like three weeks, arguably. Like, like that's, that's on the low end. Probably nobody's really done anything for over a month. And tomorrow, it's just like, boom, especially if you're in the New England area. Winter's hitting you in the – it's going to be cold as, cold as shit tomorrow. Pardon my French. And it's just Monday. Holiday season's kind of over. And you just might need something to sort of just take you down a couple notches, get you to sleep tonight. You don't want to be thinking about, you know, if you're in sales, you got the new quarter, all this stuff. So com.com slash garden, 40% off a com premium subscription. Everyone's got their New Year's resolutions. Here's a good one for you. How about finding your inner self? a little bit easier than you did in 2021. Not freaking out about this, that, and the other thing. Not getting ahead of yourselves. Not thinking about all these negative thoughts. Calm.com slash garden, 40% off. Find your zen. And I don't know how long this 40% off deal is going to last. I know we've been lucky to have them as a sponsor for a little bit, but it's not going to last forever. Just get after it. It's not going to last forever. Just get after it. Now, 2022, I think you can even do... I think it's a year subscription, and you just one and done. It, it, it's 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 a very good deal. I, I would I I'm not just saying this. I do use it, and I like it. So that that's my take on on com.com. Yeah, I think that um, the reader that I think he just did the uh, the read of the year. <laughs> that was really good. I was watching yeah, that was great. Right. Especially the part about ex- shit. Excuse my French. Like when did that become <laughs> yeah. a French word, Jimmy? Just curious. Yeah, it, it it actually originated in France. Long story. You have to Wikipedia will tell you all about it. <laughs> but we're back. We're back. We're back. Oh, anyway, oh. anyway, I I don't really want to trade Jalen. I just wanted everyone to get fired up. Um, <laughs> I, I was just setting. Well, up the last week there was a lot of trade Jalen chatter. And listen, one game on the on a, a fifty point game and a zero point game shouldn't shouldn't be the end all be on end all be all on your opinion on a certain player or what the Celtics should do. We also need to remember that this was the Orlando magic. So, you know, I'm not trying to take anything away from a 50 point performance. I think you have to be extremely talented at basketball to do it regardless of who it is. Um, That being said, it was kind of the perfect storm of, of, you know, if you're going to get 50 points, this is probably the time to do it. You know, you're, you're, you're playing against one of the worst teams in the league, and you're you're by by far the go-to guy on the team. You you needed to score 50 points tonight in order in order for the Celtics to win. That says more about the roster construction and maybe their overall health right now than it does well, about see, anything it, else. And and that, I guess that that's where I come in on the whole trade Jalen nonsense. If they were playing with better players around them, and he was underperforming, yeah, mm-hmm. you look at that. To me, the challenge is, is on Brad to put better players around those guys, him and Tatum. The, the guys around him aren't that good. They're okay. They're not great. They're not superstars. They're, they're, they're not guys that move the needle. And that, that's Brad's job, to get guys who can move the needle. Because you've got two proven all-stars. 
that's not even an issue. Yeah, for sure. What but what do you have around them? Can you can you construct a roster that can frankly take advantage of what those guys do well and get this team wins? And that to me that's the challenge. Right. And, uh, and what look, what some people are saying, and I think maybe John might even fall into this side, is you're not necessarily I mean, some people are, but some people are are not. Some people want to trade Jalen Brown, not because so much of Jalen Brown, but just because like of everything else around them, right? And like they they're they're almost like stuck at is this the best they can get with these two guys, and is there any way out? And John, but they're not. You're not going to be better if you move him. You're not. You're, but you're, if you, but you're going to go from average to below average. But if you don't move him. And he and and he said and he looks around. And he says, "This is the team I have to re-sign with." Then you lose him for nothing, and then you're going through the whole Kyrie Irving, Al Horford, Gordon Hayward. Are you, are you going to do that again, or are are you going to try to get ahead of it? No again, one's saying trade Jalen Brown because Jalen Brown sucks. I, I like I said, it's yes, it's a little bit of it's a little bit of trolling on my part, but nobody wants to trade Jalen Brown. It's the dumbest thing ever. Everybody wants the Celtics to go get players around Tatum and Brown. And the team be better, but it's the not entire conver- the entire conversation revolves around you have no assets and no means by which to do this. So when you look down the road and see Jalen's contract coming up in a little bit and decision time looming, and you haven't made the team better around them, you're in a tough predicament. It's not us saying that like the national perspective on what the Celtics will be forced to do in 15 months or so is a real decision on uh, what they're going to do with Brown and Tatum, because their only means to possibly getting better might be to break them up and retool on the fly. Nobody Mm -hmm. wants to trade one of your, nobody ever wants to trade a star. Yes. you You have to do it on the fly, but nobody wants to trade a star in the hopes that the future assets you get in might be as good as him. You know, you've already got it here. You want to build around it. So it's a funny conversation. People get really, really, really triggered. Um, when you talk about it, nobody thinks you're better today by trading Brown. It has nothing to do with being better today. It has to do with, we've reached the end of our rope here. (laughs) <laughs> and recognize we might be in trouble and we might need a change. And this is the only thing we have of any value to anyone. There's these pipe dream sure. scenarios where people are in this trade Marcus trade, whatever, and get the third star. That's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Uh, we got, Bob, we got Bobby checking in. <coughs> Bobby well, Manning. What's up, buddy? There he is. Being resourceful here between pressers. Yeah. Just going to yeah. check in for a few minutes here before we talk to Brown. Good for you, buddy. Um, what's uh, tell us what uh, what was said there? So you may are talking a ton about Jalen and the game and just the tenor of the season as a whole. It felt more like a loss press conference than a, a at least a sigh of relief, I'd say, than okay. a you know big comeback win presser there. But yeah, mostly talking about Brown playing too fast, making decisions uh, on the fly, and making a ton of mistakes early in this game. But I was just so impressed that. Listen, the scoring speaks for itself, and I know you've probably talked for 30 minutes about it. Doing that, with We have not talked of- about Jalen yet on the show, and the friggin' and the chat is pissed oh. off. Well, allow me to introduce We haven't him. mentioned him. <laughs> what did he do? To- <laughs> I'm the only one who can do that job here. 26 points over 12-ish minutes with no turnovers, being aggressive as he was, was really impressive. Uh, yeah. I don't think you can take that away from this one. Otherwise... This is just a narrowly avoided disaster. I mean, you lose to a 77 and 29 team here. Uh, the way it was looking like they were going to down 14 with four minutes left. 
that would have been bad. I mean, we have seen a lot of bad losses in the last week or two here. That probably would have been at the top. So you just avoid disaster here tonight. You feel good about the performance you got from Brown there down the stretch, uh, but I don't know what more you take beyond that. All right, guys, quick pause. We want to tell you about one of our sponsors, and that is INSA. We're welcoming back INSA. INSA. Yep. Exactly. It's one of Massachusetts' premier cannabis dispensaries, INSA, I-N-S-A. Their founders, Pat and Pete, they re-engineered the cannabis model uh, from what they sell to how they sell it. Uh, INSA dispensaries are inviting. They're modern. Uh, The staff are authorities on the science. Uh, They go in there. They can answer any question, difference between flowers, concentrates, uh, what you want to take for insomnia, anxiety. Edibles. uh, Hanging out with friends, whatever you want, they'll tell you exactly uh, what you need to fill your needs. Uh, world-class head chef there as well. And again, the founders, one thing we want to tell you about head them, they're chef. local. They're local. Uh, they're, from, they're from Western Mass. Salem. Yep. No. Oh, yeah. Located huh? in Salem. but There's a location in Salem. Salem. They're it's from Springfield. Bobby yeah, jumped the gun because <laughs> the Salem location is near his house. Springfield. But they're lifelong pals from Springfield. Um, there's a couple of uh, locations out there, one near the MGM Casino. You can also go to East Hampton or, as Bobby said, Salem. Salem. This is the thing. Not enough people took advantage of this, so we're going to tell you about the deal one more time. If you go there and you mention that the Garden Report told you to stop by, mm-hmm. you get a T-shirt for a penny. That's literally all you have to do. And then you get anything else you want there, too. That's not on us, but the T-shirt is on us. One penny. You know what? And I have a couple T-shirts, and they're very comfy too. So yes. go to in- get that green one. Otherwise, go to insa.com or call eight seven seven five hundred insa for any uh, inquiries you have about anything else uh, going on. But if you want the T-shirt for a penny, just mention the Garden Report. Go get yourself some. Once yeah, again, ha- have a good time. Yeah, have a good time. Visit the various locations throughout Massachusetts. Or go to insa.com or call 877-500-INSA. So they were they were generally down. Ime was. He was the yeah. only one who talked about so far after that one. And, you know, the questions were pretty down, mostly about the first three and a half quarters there rather than the finish. Because the finish, you know, you, you take that against Orlando, right? Like, that's the kind of thing you should do against them, even if you get behind by that much. What they did for three quarters in terms of turnovers, Grant just throwing it to Gary Harris, leading the fast break, Brown dribbling all over himself. Uh, unforced errors was the way uh, Ime put it in terms of Brown's seven turnovers there. And it's a career high. Match is a career high for him. So he's in trouble right now as a ball handler, as a lead facilitator. They've gotten away from him a little bit in that regard. They obviously need him to lead the scoring attack here now. But in terms of being a facilitator, which was Ime's kind of dream coming into this one, up and down. That's Ime's assessment so far. And it's really been more downs than ups, right? And he's being kind when he has that assessment, calling it ups and downs. It's been mostly down. Uh, and, and, and again, it, it, it's just not who he is right now as a player. Now, can he, he grow into being more of a playmaker facilitator? It's possible. But for now, he is a damn good scorer. And they need to do their best to surround him with other playmakers so he doesn't have that, that, that weight on his shoulders. Because clearly, that's not playing to what his strengths are right now. Yeah. So... Just a recap, Bobby, who everyone in the chat thinks is the positive one, came in here and said, 
Brown's terrible <laughs> as a lead ball handler. The, the the turnovers are untenable and unacceptable. And Ime, Ime called them sloppy, which is exactly what How all of us. How many? 21 in this one? Which is exactly what all of us said in the beginning of the yes. show. But 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 Bobby has that thing about him where he just can get away with it, you know. Bobby says um, it with a twinkle in his eye. I kind of noticed a little twinkle. Bobby's like I, everyone's talking about this, like this was a really bad game and a bad well, win. I've kind of noticed on this show, it doesn't matter what you say; it's just who you are and what the commenters think of you. Like they're, they're not like, even gonna listen. They're like, to what thanks, you say. Bobby, for being positive. He literally was like, Jalen Brown a life should lesson, never. I think yeah. for Bobby, right? Jalen Brown should never dribble again. Bobby Manning, you know. Yeah, and the people. <laughs> I think I'm idiotic are gonna be locked into that no matter well, what. Well, they're and, idiots you know, too. People they're idiots feel that way about that. John too. It, well, um, all, all well, of us. What, I mean, let me ask you what, what changed for you. We were talking about this. About it John. felt like Brown was a little quicker with his decisions, a little mm-hmm. less dribbling for the sake of dribbling during that run where he put up all those points in that 12 minute stretch. Yeah, and playing off the ball too. He did that against Phoenix. Yeah. You know, going off a smart, cutting back door. Uh, doing certain things like that. He he was ultra aggressive moving away from the ball. And we actually are going to hear from him just a second now. But um, he was going downhill nonstop, and he couldn't be stopped. Three and ones, I believe, in that fourth quarter. Uh, missed mm-hmm. a key free throw there that would have given him 51. Uh, but overall, just the aggression going downhill. He's one of the best finishers in the league for a time. I think he had a rough stretch the last few weeks here. But he was finishing close to 80, uh, 65-ish percent, like LeBron, much lower volume. But at, it's the, at the rim, he's able to do at the rim. Yeah. yeah, I think that's down now at this point. I'd have to check that number. It's probably closer to 55 or so if I had a guess off the top of my head. Um, but he is just an elite finisher. And that's where he needs to play his game, right? Because he settled on the last play that could have been the game winner of the fourth. Long two, left a second on the clock. I thought that was a big mistake there. But otherwise, just flawless aggression over the last stretch there. And pushing a big basket to Richardson in transition, too, that I think was essentially the clincher in overtime there. Not a ton of playmaking. I think just four assists in this one. Turnovers, more turnovers than assists this year. He's got to clean it up in that regard. But we are going to go talk to him now. All right, cool. So, Bobby, check out. Uh, we'll hang for a little bit. Pop, pop back in. We'll Say hi for us. After, uh, bye. <laughs> I I miss you, buddy. I miss him already. Don't forget the ride. Goodbye, Bobby. Goodbye. I'm gonna, He's I, all I grown gotta, up. He's all I gotta grown go up. Get, I got to go uh, yeah, prepare his care package uh, I'm going to send out. <laughs> yeah. With his favorite oh, stuff. His, his, his peanut butter M&Ms and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pack his lunch. Yeah, he loves it. He loves those mini muffins. I'm gonna get to put those in there. Um, so yeah, so that I mean, look, how else are you gonna talk about this game? Miser- miserable Orlando team. <laughs> Celtics are down with a bunch of guys as well, so you know it's gonna be a friggin' rock fight, a slop fest. Mm-hmm. You know, it looked like Celtics still had enough talent you know, in the first quarter to, you know, keep them at arm's length and win this one going away. And then they literally just played with absolute disregard for possession of the basketball. No, no help on defense, no pace, no accountability, no anything, no semblance of offense, nothing, no fight for two plus quarters. It was, I mean, that second and third quarter and the beginning of the fourth was as bad as we've seen. Um, from this team against competition like this. It was dreadful. Totally. And then literally Jalen Brown lit the house on fire, um, you know, during that stretch there, which was unbelievable, and saved them. 
seemed like the crowd was really up, Sharad. Um, considering they were booing in the third quarter, that this crowd, this was a fun game. They, uh, you know, forget the the critique and this and that. Uh, you know, the, the crowd seemed to really want this one. Well, everyone loves a comeback. I mean, they, they yeah. realized that they had crapped this game away. And 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 just when – I mean, there were folks who had actually had already started, you know, heading for the concourses call of the night. And for them to get back in the game is just like, oh, great. This is this is what you came to see as a fan. You want to see a good game. The last – I mean, the fourth quarter in overtime was, you know, really, really good, really competitive. But, again, I, I as, as much as I know we, we have to talk about Jalen because he just dropped a 50-piece. Marcus Smart in the fourth quarter was so damn huge. Uh, the steal, the passing, the leadership, the, the not losing is cool because there was one time where he drove into the basket and clearly got his ass whacked. And Marcus from two, three years ago would have just snapped and would have got a tech. But it, rather than do that, he literally on the next possession went down and just literally snatched the ball from uh, from the guy drove down court, found Jalen for the layup, game tie with less than a minute to play. That's part of his growth. That's why I, you know when you talk about trading him, it's hard for me to imagine you getting something comparable in return because it's the intangibles like that that I just don't think any other player you're going to bring in can provide. Now you can oh. get talent. Now you can upgrade in talent. That 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 I absolutely agree. You can get guys who are better shooters, guys who can better playmakers, but the intangibles, the leadership, the recognizing, stepping up in those, those type of moments. I'm not sure you're going to get that in return if you were to move him. I'll add one intangible. One one thing I liked, which was super sneaky, off of the um, the the challenge that the Celtics won and the jump ball and Smart's battling two guys in the front court uh, on it. And um, and it looked like Jalen's looking for a tap back because I think Richard mm-hmm. was behind him and there's no one there. And he loses the tap. It goes backwards and Smart somehow sneaks in between two Magic players <laughs> and just ends up with the ball. He's like, sucker. I thought you know? he was like complaining like a half second before that. Too. Yeah, he like, was. He's like, what the hell? What the hell? Boom. And he yeah, got yeah. it. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was crafty shit. It was so good. And it's like, bang. And it goes right to Marcus. And everyone's like, how the hell did he get the ball there? So, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Absolutely. I mean, look, he's trying to be aggressive. He's that- trying to go at the end of the day it's still a problem he's not a very good finisher at the rim and he never has no. been um you know so then it just comes down to again what do you look this is one of those games where at the very least if even marcus doesn't finish at a high clip but he can he can create some of his own shots this was one of those where like i've got to do something because it's not going to come from a lot of other places so he yeah. tried to take advantage of some matchups but he did so many of the other little things um you know, throughout the game that he was, he was, he was solid all night. Yeah. 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 I mean, good from both. Like I said, good from Schroeder, good from smart. Um, You know, they, yeah. they needed, they needed all of that to come back in the fourth quarter there that they got from those guys. Yeah. It's, it's been a while since we had a game where Grant wasn't good. Uh, this was that game though. He was bad. Um, I, I just, I, you know, I, I just thought he started looking for shots that were in spots that weren't his sweet spots. He's got a couple of really really great positions on the floor where he's money. And I thought early on, he went away from that. Uh, and, and plus he got caught in some really bad matchups. I mean, there, there are more than Wagner uh, cooked him two or three Wagner times. Wagner cooked him. Terrence Ross cooked yeah. him. Uh, Wagner's and, and good. That, huh? Wagner's yeah, good. And, and I'm not going to go there. He, he was good tonight. He was fine. He wasn't yeah, great. He, he I was like some things tonight. that he, he does. wasn't like yeah. that great, but like, I mean, I think he's definitely like, Definitely a player for sure. He's an NBA player, yeah, yeah. He's a rotational guy in the NBA. I'll, I'll give you that. 
Terrence Ross was a guy that I again I I, I don't get it. You don't let your bigs wind up on an island with Terrence Ross. He's just gonna he's gonna torch you. It's what he T. does. T Ross. T Ross is a gamer, dude. Wish he was a Celtic. <laughs> I mean, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. I think that I think that shit might have sailed. But like a few years ago, I definitely wanted him on the Celtics just because like he's just kind of like a he just hits the, like those dagger shots sometimes. He's not I mean, I know he's still capable. Yeah, he's still capable of doing that for sure. But I think it's, he'd end up being a guy who'd be like. What the hell is he doing? Like, yeah, he fit, <laughs> he fits into the TPE, so you know he's always. Yeah, he could be on the yeah. He's right, always right. getting oh the TPE within a within a couple of weeks when every Celtics writer comes up with their ten trade targets, he will I, be one. It, it'll be stunning if every single one of them doesn't include Terrence Ross. <laughs> I'd be shocked. True, I, every, I would be shocked. He will be on everybody's list. No question about it. Sure, because yeah. that's it. As it's, he should. Veteran, veteran, hey, he's a, yeah, he's a veteran capable player, you know, on, you know, on a manageable contract on a team that doesn't really need him um, because they're terrible and yeah. they need, they don't need anything. So right. they're terrible. And on top of being terrible, they, they're missing like that. Some of their best, like they didn't have, they didn't have a couple of their guys that are, are, you know, considered their best players, uh, the, the magic. So, I mean, again, it was like, this was a, this was a must win game. <laughs> At the end of the season, it'll go down as a W, so it's good that they did it. It's just, it's again, I, I mentioned it earlier. It's just so hard to figure out what you're going to get on a night in and night out basis with the Celtics yeah. team. There's no consistency to their play at all. I mean, some horrible performances recently. Minnesota, <laughs> you know, um, what was the other one that they that they lost right before that? Or right? Philadelphia was a bad one. Yeah, but Philadelphia, there was another Milwaukee collapses obviously. Bad game. And then the Minnesota was the bad, bad Minnesota. Bad. There's one that I'm missing that was I'm looking it up as we speak because I want to make sure I mentioned it. Um, and, and this in this game they got a couple of guys back from out of uh, health and safety protocol and they looked worse. Oh, Clippers, <laughs> Clippers was a bad one too. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so again, like it's just it's hard to figure. I mean, and that, that's honestly it's the mark it's the mark of a bad team when when and uh, again it's hard to even say with so many people out tonight it's hard to really criticize their performance because so many guys are out, you know, it's and impossible. I know that a lot of players are missing around the NBA, but it does feel like the Celtics have been hit <clears throat> pretty hard. I guess um, I'm not, I'm not going to compare it to every, I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. I know, I know that they are like games missed up there. I think they might be first or at least they're in the top few teams of games missed by players due to COVID. Um, mm-hmm. But at some point, like it's the reality of the situation, and, and you got to figure out ways to to get by, you know. And everyone's got everyone's, everyone's dealing, everyone's with, dealing with the, the same the ca- shit. The yeah. Cavs, the Cavs got killed, and they they kept trucking. Other teams have survived. So Cavs again, and, and, and some of these other teams, the Celtics are lucky in the sense that they haven't had knock on wood. I'm knocking on wood. They haven't had any serious injuries that are are like season ending type injuries. I'm knocking on wood as I say it. Like you mentioned the Cavs, John, they've, they've dealt with a couple of big ones and, you know, there are other teams out there that are dealing with it too. Um, so in that sense, you're, you're kind of lucky. Um, speaking of COVID, how about non-COVID? Our guy, uh, Romeo, tonight missed the game with a non-COVID illness. I'll say this about COVID. It's kind of made every other, like, illness kind of make you feel – you're kind of a wuss if, you, if, you, if you're missing the game for, just because you're sick. To me, you're just a was. The only thing I'll say to that, the only thing I'll say, the only thing I'll say is it's possible because they're so thin uh, that there's a, you know, uh, you know, it's from top down 
that if you've got the friggin' sniffles, stay away from all of us because <laughs> we, we can't have anything ripped through this team because we're all so thin right now. So there might be a mandate, you know, from up above that I, you're, I guess if you have anything, get out. I don't want to see you. Don't come near me. You know, don't come near anyone. It's not even an NBA thing. It's like, it's like any, anything, anything now. It's like, if you're kind of, you're kind of cucked now by COVID. If you're sick and you don't have COVID, it's kind of like, wow, like you got the, you got the, 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 the sickness that nobody really cares about. I know. Kind of. I was buried this week. No one's Yeah. Like nobody no cared about you, John. For me. Nobody no cares about you, crap. dude. Like, Oh, I, you, yeah. Oh, you have the real flu? Sorry, dude. That was so yeah. like nineteen thirty. Like nobody I gives still a shit can't about talk. the real. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got, I got, I got, I got wiped out by a simple cold. Everyone else got COVID, and they're like, you know, playing basketball yeah. too. So days. yeah, so John, you'll be working overtime, right? Because you don't have COVID. You just have a real cold. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll do two post games today. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. So it's all good. Uh, I, Rob also sore toe. That friggin' kills me. Um, and uh, I know. Yeah, that's tough. That kills me. Like you can't just kind of like I don't know, like wrap the toe. I don't know. I mean, I'm I no doctor, but like I kind of am a doctor. You know, like you it's the same. It's wrap that thing up. I think it's it's the same thing that John was just talking about. You know, just different types of illnesses. I mean, any so you don't want the toe to minor injury. Want someone else to get the toe injury. They're not. Yeah, they they they're being overly cautious about everything. I mean, that's just that's just how it is right now. Well, also let's let's also understand that again. They played arguably the worst team in the NBA. So if, if you're going to miss a game, this is kind of the one to miss. Right. Right. In fact, I think if you check the tapes, I'm almost certain of it. Me and Bobby were talking about Jay, uh, Jason Tatum needing some needing some rest because he's played so many games. I was like, I, I went into the schedule. I was like, January second against the Magic. That looks like a game that they would probably give him the night off if you know if he had kept playing. Now, obviously, COVID happened, so it's different. But maybe they felt that way against like for a guy like Rob or, or somebody that they can afford to maybe give him a a night off and just sort of heal whatever is aching you or whatever's bothering you sort of thing because the last thing you want to see is him re-aggravate an injury right. like that against a team like this it's just like shit yeah, but really is, this need to same, is this the same big toe situation he had i just, what i don't know is it you know whatever toe knocked him out last year um you know of the playoffs which was bad um i thought it was the right one rob's a big guy it's probably a very big toe and those things are more susceptible to being injured. The bigger they are, the more surface area they take up, the more likely someone's going to step on it or you're going to stub it or you could sprain it. You know what I mean? That's just science right there. That's all that is. Those little medical terms. The bigger the toe, the bigger the injury. The bigger yeah, the big toe. Yeah, we might be spinning our wheels here. We totally are. <laughs> bigger the big toe, John. <laughs> Uh, John, the big, totally next, bigger, the big toe. Next game is Wednesday. Who do we have? <laughs> Spurs. Pops is oh, in the building. Pops Spurs is back again? In the building. Okay, oh who I was asking about Jalen Brunson. I don't know why we don't trade for Jalen Brunson, but it's a name that's out there. But stop putting it in Jalen Brunson's having a very good season. Which is why you're not going to Unless I made that up. He's a good I'm player. Sure He's he a really good player. Really good player. <laughs> He is, and he, he's kind of that Marcus Smart mold, energy guy, you know. Tough guy. Kind of a, kind of a bully out there. Yeah, tough guy, exactly. Rob has so um, many toes, he's bound to hurt one of them. 
I hope I'm gonna have, I'm gonna text Bob. Well, he's text. I'm gonna text Bobby. Yeah, I'm gonna have him. Yeah. I'm gonna have them ask how many toes Brown. Uh, uh, I'll say this has. about big toes too. You don't want if you screw up your big toe. That's a, a lot of people don't know this about big toes. Big part of your balance is in the big toe. It is. It is. Big part of your balance. If, you, if you're limping, if, if you can't put any weight on your big toe, now you can't really go up for boards. It you know, it might land it, funny. It might it lead to a. Throws everything off. Throws everything off. Yeah, um, and someone, for someone who's kid like, I know, kid I know had his big toe like uh, chopped off. I think accidentally. It had it, it, long story. I think, but kind of threw off his balance like crazy. Yeah, you want a toe? I can. You won't get, get in. Toe. We won't get into the story, but I'll just get know toe, that dude. you want to make sure you want to keep your. If you if you're ever in a situation where you're going to lose a toe, do not choose the big toe. I would probably get rid of. Any of the other nine? Maybe the, not, yeah, the yeah, 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 probably like. Huh? Oh, now you're gonna shoot me one in my pinky toe. Maybe the fourth one in. Yeah. Maybe the fourth, fourth <laughs> one. Uh, in. I don't want to lose one, are, but if I had to. We are so off the rails tonight. Yeah. Um. Uh, any final thoughts on this game? A we'll, bit off for, the rails, we'll, yeah. we'll welcome Bobby back after JB, and then we'll put a bow on it. Um. Anything else off of this? Again, Tatum. For people out there asking, close to coming back reconditioning they tried him out you know before the game um couldn't go williams um picked up that toe out of nowhere i hope um, rex ryan isn't watching this one yeah, tonight yeah. in between games um <laughs> sprained toe well we done, don't know the severity. Well he worked out beforehand um and he couldn't go either uh neesmith was cleared out of the protocols and then went back in the protocols. Yeah, so we have, that might be a have, first. We don't that know. That was going. weird. Yeah. Yes, Harlem I mean, Knights. Just, Thank you, Carlos. You got it. Harlem well Knights. Well done. It was Harlem Knights. Somebody classic. got it. I snuck it in there. Um, Della Reese. Dangerous that, Knights. Yeah. Yeah. Della Reese quote, not nah, going to shoot me in my pinky toe. So Neesmith, um, Neesmith was cleared and then they were like, just kidding? Yep. Or maybe like, you know, he took a test. Maybe it was a false negative, and then he took another one, and it was a positive. Maybe it was something like that. Hard to tell. Hard to tell. I'm not a COVID expert. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend to be. I will pretend to be a toe expert, but I won't pretend to be a COVID expert. Who knows? So those guys. Yeah. What's, what's What's funny is well, not what's funny. What is interesting is it's possible on Wednesday, this is going to be the healthiest team they've had all year. Right, right. I, and it's, I would have to check the. You I'd have could to check and the game should. Logs, you could. You literally. You've had everyone already who's had COVID on the team and back. Who's who's there now? Um, and you're going to get most likely Tatum, Rob. <laughs> we assume Neesmith because we're not sure what's happening there, and most likely Romeo all back for Wednesday. You, I might actually have close to a full lineup. What about Freedom? So we're going to come back to this conversation we've had a million times. What do they do? What do they do with the starting lineup? Are you keeping Horford in there? That conversation will definitely start up again Wednesday. Because, I mean, I, I don't know. When JB came back, they might have had it once. And they went double big. And I think maybe twice. But I'm not really sure. And then everything got funky again with uh, with the protocol. So um, mm-hmm. I'll ask you guys quick. What do you... After seeing what we've seen over the last few weeks, pick your pick your pick your starting five. Hmm. They've got them all. If I got everyone, I'm going with Smart, Schroeder, 
No, Smart, Brown, Tatum, Rob, and I think I want to go with Grant. You're going Grant. Either, Gr- either Grant or or, uh, or Jay Rich. Actually, Grant, no, I'm going Grant. I want to go Grant. Okay. Jimmy? Um, I'm going to go Smart, Brown, Jay Rich, Tatum, Rob. You're going with Jay Rich. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go. I think, I think so. So I I don't think Romeo, I think we know now that Romeo is not cut out for the starting. I just don't, I don't think he's done anything to earn that spot back. Um, He did have a rotation guy. He's a rotation guy, but I like him in the second unit better. Yeah. Yeah. I I think Jay Rich gives you that. I don't know. I mean, like it, to me, it's like, you can kind of mix and match Jay Rich. If you wanted Schroeder, if you wanted Al, like some combination of those three. So I just went Jay Rich. I, I like what he gives you. He's steady. And um, I think if you're all completely healthy, he's somebody that you can rely on to sort of get your guy, you know, get the ball to guys and sort of like contribute on both ends of the court. And, and he's not a liability on either end. So that's what I'm going with. I'm going with Sherrod's. I'm going with the Grant. Bullshit. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Sorry about that. Um, So we got a couple days off. We'll let you guys know. We'll still have content coming out on the Celtics channel um, throughout these days uh, for sure, um, leading up to Wednesday's game. But we're going to – we're going to take a little break here along with the team. And uh, this is the final home game here coming up on Wednesday. Then they hit the road. Um, New York. Sherrod, are you going to New York? Yeah, I'll be in New York. I'll be in New York. Bobby's going to New York as well. So we'll set – Wow, you you guys will be out there. <laughs> no. That'd be I'll, a no. I'll, I'll set it up. I'll, I'll, I'll put you guys in a group text. I'll set it up. You guys can totally carpool. Be That'll fun. be a hell to the no. I know you should do yeah. live stream it for everybody. We all we all want to join you guys on the trip. Yeah. Maybe a live blog, video blog. I'll send you a postcard, Jimmy. How's that? I'll send you an. Right. I'll see you in uh, an that'll e-link. Do. Yeah, yeah, that'll do actually. Anyway, uh, we, we said it to you guys on New Year's Eve. We'll say it again. Happy New Year, everybody. We'll be back Wednesday. Happy we're New not Year. Gonna, we're not going to wait for Bobby, but Bobby's in there in the interviews. JB has a has a knack for keeping people waiting, so it might be a little while yeah. here. We're going to wrap it Let up. Let Bobby we'll do be his back. thing. Let Bobby do his thing. He's in we'll his back on Back on Wednesday, um, and that's all we got. Once again, com.com. Check it out. Um, com.com. Slash yep, garden. Com. Slash garden. that part. Yeah. That's the important part, John. Yeah, Tom.com slash garden, 40% off premium subscription. Um, support all our sponsors over at CLNS. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you check us out at CLNS.com. And, of course, while Sherrod's here, I'll tell you, make sure you read Sherrod on his. Full court press. Full court press. <laughs> I am there. Yeah, he is. All the time. Yep. In his podcast, uh, The A-List. A-list podcast. There's been a lot of Gary Washburn on there, so look for some important announcements coming G-Dub. up soon. Yep, G Dub there. Oh, what does that mean? Oh, nothing. Uh, but until then, we will. Uh, we will. Uh, everyone wants to trade me. That's fine, guys. You get, <laughs> yeah, because you, they think they can get something of value for you, John. Like yeah. that's what it's all about. L- yeah. Last word. We Final wouldn't word trade for- you for a second. Tra- trade, trade, Jalen. Good night.